$5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anyone. Like your...
welcome to the Weekly Review with Roman. Today it's Friday, April 24th, 2020. Thanks so much for tuning in. We are broadcasting live from Mutiny Radio. We're in the Mission District in San Francisco. And to learn more about the land we're on, please go to ramitosh.com, and that's R-A-M-A-Y-T-U-S-H.com. I also want to encourage folks, especially people in the East Bay, to give to the Shimmy Land Tax, especially if you're a renter or an owner there. You can calculate what your your land tax is there, and you can also donate regardless of where you live. So you can find that by going to S-H-U-U-M-I Land Tax, and the first result will be you brought to the Sigorite Land Trust page. So please do check that out. Um, okay, so, wow, back at the station. It's been a week. That feels very long, and that's okay. And here to bring you some news, we got a couple guests calling in that I'm excited about talking with about some upcoming virtual events. There's been a lot of virtual events that are happening, and uh, there's been comedy shows and poetry readings, and we'll be talking um, most likely with folks who are affiliated with two upcoming events based here in San Francisco that folks can access anywhere. So really grateful for folks who are curating these events, and it does provide a sense of community, and uh, just a reminder that there is art around and that we're not alone in this. So grateful for the folks who are doing that. My computer's not as charged as I would like it to be. And I also had a dream I was playing a particular album, the new Greg Dooley album, which I haven't gotten yet, but that's a whole other story. And uh, I woke up and that wasn't, I, I, I don't have, anyway. Long story, my computer's not as charged as it would like. So this is in regards to the music choices because oftentimes I put a lot of thought into it. Um, and today, as I'm sure many other folks. My energy level, it's a little bit off. My attention span, uh. So, you know, making do with what we have. So I'm not going to be playing music from the computer. However, I will be, uh, I just, first was replacements because I heard them on The Current this morning. And then I went to our CD, a lovely CD collection, which is brought to you all by all the various donors of CDs and saw some Cindy Lauper. And that song always makes me feel better. Uh, girls just want to have fun. And it also makes me think about a simpler time, like the 1980s, when the president was a monster who was letting people die of a virus. Ah, different times. Okay, so I'll be providing some news stories and also action items that folks can do throughout the program. And uh, yeah, it's been, there's a, there are a lot of ways that folks can participate if you want to. Obviously, no pressure. I don't think I really put pressure on people on this show, except for people in positions of power who decide to kill us, and I like to speak up about it. However, for I don't think they listen to this show. I highly doubt it. However, for all you beautiful listeners out there, if you would like to do something and or have the energy to, um, I'll just be providing a few resources for folks throughout the, the show. A lot of these are ones I've mentioned before. However, the first thing that comes to mind, I'm not sitting down yet because uh, I sanitized the chair. Kind of going a little bit overboard. Not Maybe not overboard. I'd rather be, you know, Safe, I guess, or as safe as one can be. Who knows? Who knows? But I'm waiting to for the chair to. Uh, I'm just waiting a few minutes for the uh, sanitation to uh, take effect into the the chair. So I'm standing. <sighs> one thing that folks can do, and this is like on a multi-level good thing to do, is to write to folks who are incarcerated. There have been a lot of movements. There's always been movements to abolish prisons and also uh, check in with folks who are incarcerated. One way to do that is um, there's a great organization called Black and Pink I've been affiliated with, and affiliated is a very loose term. However, I've been uh, 
checking in with them from time to time for the last few years. And there's also a place in Bloomington, Indiana called Books to Prisoners. Anyway, there's a lot of nationwide organizing going on to get people out of prison in the first place and also connect with folks who are incarcerated because it's fucking awful that there are people who are incarcerated. So Black and Pink offers, if you go to their page, you'll be brought, there's a menu and one of the option items is pen pals and something else. I don't know. I'm not looking at it right now. However, if you're interested, especially this is for like LGBTQ folks, if you want to connect with queer folks in prison because there is uh, disparities in terms of queer folks being arrested, uh, they offer ways to get in touch and have pen pals. So I've been having, I've written to a few folks over the years. There's one person I've been writing to now for years. And it's a great way of forming a connection with someone who's incarcerated and also providing them information if they need it. And also, um, considering the U.S. Postal Service is under some deep, they're in trouble because good things in this world are in trouble. And if you write to people who are incarcerated, not only are you connecting with someone, but you also are supporting the Postal Service in, in that little way. So those are some ideas of things that folks can do. Cool. I'm about to sneeze, just warning you. I'm going to sneeze away from the microphone. I had some coffee this morning, and I guess it's really, like, perked me up. That and my, my bike ride, which really isn't that far, but since I'm not exercising much these days, it whew, it felt like a lot, and I'm, I'm very sweaty. I also read that uh, folks who, if you're exercising, like biking or jogging, you're more likely, if you, if you are infected of COVID-19, to, like, pass it on to other folks. So I really want to encourage folks who are doing those activities to wear a mask and really physically distance from other folks. It, it's been... I've definitely like lost it a few times when I've been out and about, which is not often. However, um, the folks who are jogging, who are not wearing any mask and also not physically distancing, it's really, it's really troubling. Because I think a lot of folks are doing everything that we can in order to, you know, protect ourselves and each other. And then there are the folks who just don't really care about it, or they don't know, or they're in denial. I don't know. I didn't stick around to talk to them. I mostly was just like, ah and perhaps give them a weird look, which they probably can't see um, due to me covering up half my face. But that's just that's just where I'm at, so I wanted to, to name it and to encourage folks, whether it's a bandana, a surgical mask, N95, whatever type of mask you have, face covering, better to have something than nothing. Um, since we're in California, I brought uh, one of those bigger masks back when we were having all the fires, and I thought it would be more sustainable than having, uh, you know, wearing a disposable mask, which like the N95s, you can wear them a few times and you can stick them in the oven and that will disinfect them. And also um, having a reusable one, I thought is just better practice, environmentally speaking. Um, so I've been, you know, wearing that and it feels, I feel better having that one. Okay, that's my story. All right, I'm gonna bring up a few news items. I'll probably just end up playing the CD uh, throughout the, uh, show this is wanna have fun and so it's not like the album that this originally was on i don't know it's maybe it's like a best of, i don't know what's going on with it anyway yeah that's it cindy lopper don't really need to plug her uh prefer to plug uh local artists so please do check out other shows when i've played local artists here uh jimmy kalamka and the homobiles and innocente and uh just lots of other uh, Commando, lots of local bands. Mia Byrne, lots of local bands. Naming them. Support local artists. Cool. Okay, so I'm gonna. What I've been doing lately, uh, throughout this 
throughout this time of the show, it's gone through many iterations. And lately, uh, I've been reading articles that I found. I've been taking time off Facebook, which has been really good for my mental health. Twitter also is super problematic. Facebook posts fake articles, and it's really super disturbing. Um, and Twitter's problem, from my perspective and many other people's perspective, is that they let Nazis post and Holocaust deniers. And Jack, who San Francisco resident, doesn't seem to do jack shit about it. So that's my problem with Twitter. However, there are a lot of folks who are sharing articles. And for me, despite all the nonsense on there, it is less triggering for me to be on Twitter than on Facebook. And also, I don't have to uh, interact with liberals on there. That's a nice thing to do. And when I say liberals, I mean neoliberals. And uh, you, you got it. All right. So I'm going to check out the articles I have bookmarked. And these are... I'll be going down the list. Again, as I mentioned, haven't really curated too much today. Just really coming in, but we're going to go for it. And the first tweet is from Dean Spade uh, from about an hour ago. You can follow Dean on Twitter at Dean Spade. Uh, victory, there's not a lot of good news these days. So I do. So I hope this gives people a little boost in all the struggles we're in right now. Heartening to see people power in action in this fight. And this is from No New Women's Prison, who tweeted, and they're at No New Women's PRI 1. Victory, Thurston County community members stopped the proposed prison at Maple Lane, but the fight isn't over. We expect the DOC will try to build somewhere else or will try again next year. We must organize against all efforts to expand prisons. Hashtag free them all. Hashtag no new women's prison. So I'm going to click on this graphic here. And it says, no new women's prison victory, no new women's prison victory this week. Okay, the information I just read. People, power does the job. Join our campaign to keep up the fight to stop DOC from opening a new women's prison anywhere in Washington. Okay, so it's in Washington State. So congrats and thanks to all the folks out there working to ensure that no new prisons are opened. And, oh, this is a... Going right into this article. Protester pulls knife on journalists covering anti-lockdown rally in California. And this is from the Sacramento Bee. Molly, the previous uh, co-host of this show, was a big into the Sacramento Bee. And this came out on April 21st, written by Don Sweeney. They have footage here. Um, I'm going to, let's see, how long? All right, yeah, I'm going to sit down. What a reward. <laughs> oh, yeah, this is the good stuff. Sitting down. Okay, sitting down and reading about horrible things. Cool. Um, okay, Ugh. so there's some video footage there. I'm people waving the that scared little snake flag. I think you know what I'm talking about. Got a cop on a bike, giving bikes a bad name, and uh, people with their d dumb American flags. Oh, that one flag's upside down, so perhaps they're they're the good ones. Okay, demonstrators, or maybe they, I don't know what's going on. Oh, I see. Okay. Demonstrators converged on the California Capitol in Sacramento on Monday, April 20th, to protest the state's stay-at-home orders to, sh to slow the spread of coronavirus. And this is by Daniel Kim. It's a video. I don't think I want to play what any of these protesters are saying because we don't need to amplify their voices anymore. <sighs> but apparently there's been a lack of coverage on this because it's a pretty big deal for folks to kind of kidnap uh, journalists. In uh, Sacramento, not that far away, <sighs> a 36-year-old man pulled a knife Friday on a television news team covering an anti-lockdown protest in Huntington. Okay, this is in L.A. Okay, or Southern California, I should say. Excuse me. 
So a 36-year-old man pulled a knife Friday on a television news team covering an anti-lockdown protest in Huntington Beach, California, the Los Angeles Times reported. Uh, Christian Francis Peterson of Costa Mesa has been jailed on suspicion of exhibiting a deadly weapon other than a firearm and kidnapping. The Orange County Register reported. Peterson approached a KTTV cameraman and reporter, produced a pocket knife, and forced them into a news van to delete any footage in which he may have appeared, the station reported. The journalist had been covering a Huntington Beach protest against a state-and-shelter-in-place order issued to try to curb the spread of coronavirus, the Los Angeles Times reported. Peterson, whose arrest form listed him as an attorney, was arrested about 7.50 p.m. The Orange County Register reported he was being held on $100,000 bail. Police said Peterson, who may have been intoxicated, hmm, was upset that he had been filmed by the KTTV news team at a live free or die rally. I think we know what the options are there. Uh, earlier Friday, the Los Angeles Times reported the reporter said, and apologies, I'm, I'm talking, trying to talk a little bit far away from the mic, even though I cleaned it off. Just trying to be super careful here. Uh, the reporter and cameraman were not hurt. KTTV reported. I'd imagine there's also like some trauma. And that's the thing is that taking a little side note here, when we talk about, I think often when folks talk about people being hurt, they just assume it's only physical. But I think mentally, psychologically, being held at knife point and like kidnapped and held in a van by a drunk person with a knife sounds pretty fucking traumatizing. Okay. So that's what KTTV reported. If they weren't hurt, uh, Peterson was still holding the videographer at knife point in the news van when police arrived. According to the station, Christopher Darden, yes, that's Christopher Darden, uh, Peterson's attorney, called the incident a gross misunderstanding in a statement the New York Post reported. Darden said Peterson objected to being photographed because he was not taking part in the protest and didn't want to be associated with it since he's looking for a job, according to the publication. When and if the opportunity arises, he intends to offer his personal apology to the cameraman, Darden said. The New York Post reported, Darden confirms that Peterson is an attorney and said he's a father of two. Several protests against lockdown orders have taken place across the nation in recent days, encouraged by fuckface. You can determine who I mean by fuckface. The Hill reported, more than 2.4 million cases of the COVID-19 virus have been confirmed worldwide, with more than 171,000 deaths as of April 21st, according to Johns Hopkins University. The United States has more than 787,000 confirmed cases with more than 42,000 deaths. The World Health Organization has declared COVID-19 virus a global pandemic. In the U.S., fuckface has declared a national emergency. And, you know, if you'd done anything about it, you know, weeks earlier, I probably wouldn't be in this place right now. I also want to share a website with a lot of interesting information and statistics, and that's worldometers.info. Again, worldometers.info. And this site has stats from, like, around the world. Um, uh, I feel like uh, I can't quite do it justice. Um, to Oh, goodness. I'm having trouble accessing it. One moment here. And uh, so, yeah, it has, like, info from, like, around the world in terms of cases and everything. And I highly recommend folks check it out because I do feel like there tends to be a, either a lack of information and or bias in terms of a lot of the media here in the U.S. So um, 
this has to do with like the the population and also the site also has like information that's not uh COVID-19 related as well just as how much spending there is on public education and public military etc um so do check that out world excuse me worldometers.info all right so we have a guest scheduled to call in around 12:30 and I'm going to play some I'm going to hiccup a few times more and then play some more music. I'm actually going to play music while I hiccup because I'm just that kind of a wild uh, person. So here's some more Cindy Lauper. And uh, let's we have a, a new CD player here at the station.
back to the weekly review. On the line, we have Christy Ono calling in. Hi, Christy. Hello. How Hi. are you? Ooh. What a fun time. Oh, yeah. Good times indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I am outside. I am walking to work. I go in once a week. Oh, okay. In background noise. That is what that is. I apologize. Oh, no. That's all right. I can hear you just fine. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, um, yes. So there's a show coming up. And I was hoping you could share some information about that and how folks can check it out. Yes. Mental Health Comedy Hour is a monthly show that we, that Wonder Dave and I, run in Oakland at All Out Comedy Theater normally. Mm -hmm. But since everything has moved remotely, we are having a Zoom show tonight at 7 p.m. Um, there is an Eventbrite that you can RSVP to. And I think, like, you... It's a donation or free. Okay. And you can just donate a dollar, and then we'll send you the link to the secure Zoom. Oh, very show cool. Meeting. Yeah. Excellent. So, how did you get started doing the show um, originally? Um, so, Wonder Dave and I talk about mental health pretty frequently mm -hmm. in our regular stand-up sets. And yeah. We realize that, like, oh, sometimes audiences are, are not ready for it, and also not there for it. So. Um, like, building a show around the theme kind of, like, prepares people for what we're going to talk about in a way that is a little bit more, I don't know, digestible. Yeah. Less shocking to the system at times. Yeah. Well, it's so important to be able to have a discussion about it and to have a place where people can share what they're going through. Oh, yeah. I fully agree. And, like, I don't think we should shy away from, like, topics that may be uncomfortable or, you know, not normally talked about. And so we really do want to, like, be able to speak freely about our experiences and definitely make light of them and joke around because it's part of, like, the whole processing um, and understanding our feelings around it and our experiences. Definitely. Yeah, I think a lot of things are also just coming to a head right now, too, when so many of us are um, at home and either, like, working less or not working at all. And mm -hmm. there's just a lot of time to kind of ruminate about what's going on as well as previous things that we may have been um, avoiding, either because we we're too busy or for other reasons. Oh, yeah. I think now more than ever, it's, like, important to be able to voice, like, hey, I feel scared or I anxious, I am depressed, and, like, um, not have to worry about how it's received. Yeah, know? especially since it's so common. Like, I don't know anyone who hasn't been anxious or depressed at some point in their life. Oh, yeah. I mean, the human condition is just a terrifying thing. And yeah. Like, I think we should all be able to talk about it freely. Indeed. So, I mean, especially the mental health aspect, and, and currently... You know, I feel like there's a lot of people experiencing um, depression and anxiety for, like, the first time. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Ah, yeah. So, so how did you go about finding folks to perform uh, tonight? Oh, well, this is the fun part of, like, the virtualness yeah. of the show is, like, we can just ask all of our friends who yeah. moved away that we wanted to have but, like, have not been in town before. Mm -hmm. um, and so we have... You might know Jessica Teeley. She was yeah. a Bay Area comic, but is in L.A. now. Yeah. And we have another special guest, I think from Minneapolis, a friend of Wonder Dave's, who just released a 
uh, album and is number one on Apple iTunes. And I am completely forgetting her name at this point, which is awful of me. Oh, no, um, it's, it's okay. We're all kind of going like through it right now. But it'll be like a secret guest for whoever wants to come. Come see the show. Yeah. So how can how can folks um, – you mentioned – there, there's a. I mean, I saw there's an invitation on Facebook. Is there a way, like, for folks to type in certain words they can so they can find it easily? Yes, I believe if you go to Eventbrite, you can search for Mental Health Comedy Hour online. Okay. Um, that might be a Googleable thing too, if you want to just go directly to a search engine. Okay. Um, but yeah. Great. I'm gonna. Or you can add me on Facebook. I'll let you. I'll let you know about the show. Oh yeah, yeah, and we'll um, I'll sh- I'll post it as well after the show, so folks oh, can. That's so uh, awesome. Thank you. Access it. Yeah. Is there anything else you wanted to um, share? I know you're on your on your way to work, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. But if there's anything else. Oh, I, still, uh, I still have quite a bit of a walk, so I'll be okay. But um, <laughs> like I just hope everyone's taking care of themselves. Yeah. You know, know that all of your feelings are okay. This is an unprecedented time. Yeah. You don't have to feel any sort of way about it. Yeah. You just kind of hang in there, you know? Definitely. Yeah. I think there's like, I think there's a lot in American culture of, like, wanting to push away feelings that we perceive as negative, mm-hmm. whether it's, like, sadness or anger or fear or frustration. And oh it's yeah, just yeah. – it's so, like – I think uh, counterproductive because once we can acknowledge how we're feeling, then we can begin to deal with it and why we feel a certain yes. way. That is where the healing begins. Indeed. Yep. Cool. Um, I also, my personal experience, like as soon as I start denying or pushing down feelings I don't want to deal with, like yes. that is when they come out sideways, even worse than before. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Me, me too. To address them. Yeah. Head on. Yeah. That's so real. I've been finding that too. Like I've been just, I'm usually like a fairly anxious person anyway. And then this has kind of like pushed my anxiety up quite a bit. So like when I do go outside and like there are folks who are perhaps not taking it as seriously as, as I am, I get really frustrated and it's, it's hard to like be in those moments where I can't control what other people do. All I can do is control myself and at the yeah. same time, it's really hard to be with these uncomfortable feelings and, like, not wanting to take them out on other people. Yeah. I think it's particularly scary these days because, like, it is a real and serious threat. And, like, our perception of, like, how other people are dealing with it, like, whether or not that's appropriate is also, like, bringing up all these issues of control that I have. And, like, it is it just a wild ride, really, <laughs> of, like, human emotion. Not great. Very hard for me to find compassion for people and myself at the same time. Yes, me too. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, we're hanging in there. You're doing your show. That's amazing. Yeah. Like it's any It's nice to have, like, a, it's like the one sense of normalcy I have is, I mean, granted, I come into the station and, I, you know, I wear a mask when I mm-hmm. first get here and, you know, wipe down the surfaces and I'm wearing gloves. Mm-hmm. However, mm-hmm. it is still... Nice to have this, you know, this one recurring activity. Yeah, I think like having a creative outlet is so important right now because, mm-hmm. like, you know, there's so many things and feelings that we want to voice and like put out there, and not all of us have the the privilege of having like a show or a stage or like people to listen and things yes. like that. And so it's just, I'm so grateful for like the different things that I have in my life right now that are helping me stay grounded. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, thanks for mentioning that. It, it does. I do forget yeah, that sometimes. It is a crazy time. Um, 
and at the same time, like, I think a lot of really important information is coming up, and, like, you know, I just want to make sure that I am paying attention and remember it all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> can feel overwhelming for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, um, it's an interesting thing, too, because, like, I feel like this is starting to get into a little bit of a heavier, like, area of conversation. Mm -hmm. But, like, um, very important, you know? And, like, I feel like it's, it's hard to, especially, I don't know if you've done any Zoom stand-up shows lately, but it's hard to, like, make things funny, you know? Yeah. Uh, and also take things seriously. So it's a, what a fun learning experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I get that for sure. It is, yeah, it's difficult to, because I guess, like, the, what's one of the old sayings is comedy equals tragedy plus time. And, like, if we're, like, living in the tragedy as it's happening, we it's, like, hard to uh, make fun of it, I guess, or to deal with it if it's, mm -hmm. like, so present. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. There is something just, like, absolutely absurd about, like, how intense it is, though. Yes. Know? And, like, I think that is where I am trying to fall, at least in my stand-up, when I, um, I'm trying to address it. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say something, and my my memory, <laughs> I've already like, it's like what, what, um, yes, I forgot what I was going to say. Don't even worry about it. I feel like it's very common. Yeah, yeah. How's have you feel like your comedy has changed? I mean, you're talking a little bit about this, but has your comedy changed? Like, and how has it changed a bit since this uh, this pandemic's been happening? Um, it's not changed much i have not like i i've written things to kind of address like the elephant in the room but at the same time i haven't been writing a ton of other material mm -hmm. um i think like for now i'm just still processing what's what's going on and um yeah hopefully uh when things kind of level out stable emotionally mentally for me like i bring some of these experiences to Stage, which sounds like so easy to say right now, but like very much true. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Have you been writing at all? I've been journaling. Um, I've been having really yeah. intense and vivid and w weird dreams. I usually have weird dreams, but like they've been particularly, mm -hmm. usually unpleasant or disturbing in some ways. So. Mm -hmm. If I, I try to journal every day, I don't always, but if I can just journal like a few couple pages every day, like that feels helpful in a way because I haven't been, I haven't done stand-up in years and this is like the only, at the moment, the only real creative outlet. Well, I could say paint, but anyway, but as far as like speaking or um, something more, I guess, concrete goes, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I guess just journaling and that, that seems to be really helpful too and that way I also can like let go of some of my fears and some things I'm thinking about by just writing them down um, just acknowledging that they exist is, is a step in the mm -hmm. right direction. Oh, yeah, that is so important. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks um, so much for, for calling in. Yeah, thanks for inviting me to call into your show. It's yeah. Such a, such a fun honor and privilege. Aw, anytime. And it's nice to catch up. I Same. Hope I can in the real world when we're all let free. Yeah, I look forward to that very much. Yeah. Cool. All right.
So yeah, feel free to come to Mental Health Comedy Hour. It'd be great to see you. Yeah, yeah. Look forward to uh, to checking it out. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks so much, Christy. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye. Uh, big thanks to Cristiano for calling in, and I'll be posting the um, information for the um, comedy show on our Facebook page, on the Mutiny Radio Facebook page. You can find it going on Mutiny Radio. I've been having trouble posting on the Weekly Review page. It might have disappeared. I don't know. I don't trust Facebook um, as far as <laughs> setting up the Weekly Review page because it's, it's kind of out there. But again, if you go to... You can go to Facebook. You can check out Mental Health Comedy Hour online. And that's, again, today at 7 p.m. Pacific time. And there's also the link on Eventbrite. I'm going to click on that right now. And so, yeah, on Eventbrite, eventbrite.com, Mental Health Comedy Hour, you can find it there as well. So please do check it out. You can get tickets, donate what you can. And I'm looking forward to it because I do feel like as someone who did comedy for a number of years, and I, I miss it, and I appreciate folks who continue to do it and talk about the truth and talk about things that are really happening and do not punch down. That's the one thing that's been frustrating is that they occasionally there are a lot of, occasionally there are a lot of, I'm contradicting myself, but there are, there tend to be, especially on TV, so like comedians who end up, you know, punching down and it's like that's A, it's not funny, and B, like what are you trying to do? And uh, as Christy mentioned, you know, folks who do have a stage and a platform and resources to share their voice it's it's our duty to punch up and to uplift others and to not put down other folks who are already having a, a difficult time as is. So again, check out the Mental Health Comedy Hour. Find it on Eventbrite. Find it on Facebook. And thanks again to Christy and Wonder Dave for setting this up. And look forward to checking it out tonight. Then we're going to play some more. Oh, the CD player is still going. And uh, <laughs> I'm going to go back and play some more Cindy Lauper. And... Yeah, and then I'll be back uh, with some more news stories. So stay tuned.
welcome back to the weekly review. That was. I'm reaching over to, to turn off the CD player. That was Cindy Lauper with Calm Inside the Storm. I hadn't heard that one before. And again, this album is called Wanna Have Fun. Again, uh, it looks like it's uh, maybe a bootleg, but like, you know, like. Uh, it says Sony Music Special Products. I think maybe it's like a. There's like not like liner notes in them. Anyway, that's what it is if you want to find it. I'm sure it's elsewhere. Oh, okay. Okay. Lots of strikes happening. Yay. Support workers. Yay. I'm waving my hands in the air. Um, so you can see how excited I am or hear about it. You can hear how excited I am. So uh, May Day is coming up, which is International Workers Day. Yay. And there's a boycott happening. Um, awesome. So Mayday, general strike. Of course, there are where folks are calling for everyone, a general strike for everyone. So this is for Amazon, Whole Foods, Target, and Instacart workers who are striking on May 1st. Support essential workers. Don't cross the picket line. Hashtag general strike 2020. Hashtag essential workers day. Um, some of us have already been, been boycotting Whole Foods for a while now. Now would be a great time to start. Also with Amazon, uh, Instacart, and Target. So there is an image and uh, um, yes about uh, striking and there's also lots of I'm just reading down the, the thread here and initially this image was uh, posted by Michael Sainato, and that's you can follow Michael at M S A I N A T one on Twitter. And so folks were also just checking in about um, folks who are disabled, immunocompromised, elderly folks who can't risk grocery shopping for themselves, and how you know for for folks who want to honor the boycott, how other folks will be served during this and can get what they need. So there's lots of mutual aid organizing going on around this. If you check out the thread. Um, which I guess was posted. Let me go up here. So again, on Twitter, follow Michael Sainato. On April 22nd, you can find the thread, and there's um, a link to folks who are offering to um, uh, for mutual aid. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Uh, yeah, okay. I feel much more clear-headed uh, today than I have on previous Fridays. And I don't know if it's because of the coffee, because I slept well. Got a Reiki treatment yesterday. Really grateful for that. Uh, yeah, I'll plug a Reiki uh, practitioner who's Bay Area-based, and that's the SF Reiki Center. And if you go to, if you type that in Google or whatever search engine you use, DuckDuckGo, um, SF Reiki Center. Let me type it in here. Um, I highly recommend it if you're able um, we can also get gift cards as well for folks. So the SF Reiki Center, yeah. Um, please do. Um, it, I feel a lot better. So, yes, that's me uh, advertising things. Uh, we don't have any ads on the show. We do. I do want to thank the Patreon patrons who donate to the show. Really grateful. If you would like to become one, super grateful. I don't offer any special, uh, my undying love and gratitude is something. I Part of it's just uh, producing 
creating the show on my own, it's been a lot of work and I haven't been able to do as much with it as I would like, aside from coming here for two hours a week. I do feel like I do a lot. Um, so, um, if you are able, just donate even a, d a dollar a month. That's greatly appreciated. If you go to patreon.com forward slash weekly rev, you can find the Patreon site for this show. I will give you a shout out if you would like. And um, the icon is like a fist being raised, a rainbow fist. Yes. So please do find that if you're able to. Um, and also... Dona Terrace, which is the amazing papusteria across the street from the station, they are open for takeout only. So, highly recommend. It's also cash only, so folks, um, just a, a heads up. Um, if you go and order from them, please do have cash. It's on the corner of 21st and Florida in the Mission District. Dona Terrace, super lovely people, great food. Highly recommend it. Please do help support local businesses. Okay, next up, let's see. Okay, I've kind of lost my place here. And we may be having uh, another call or two come in in the next 45 minutes or so. So I'm going to be keeping my eyes up on the f on the phone lines. Uh, and I'll just promote the show anyway. Um, uh, it's Poems Under the Dome. So Poems Under the Dome has been happening for years. It's at has been at San Francisco City Hall. It's a cool time to go to City Hall. I've been there e oftentimes, you know, in the past for, like, protests or sitting in on Board of Supervisors meetings and giving comments about how people need to uh, treat unhoused people like humans. And it's uh, a positive event that happens, and it's been happening every April for years and years, and now it's going to be virtual. And folks are going to be able to listen in live on Mutiny Radio because it'll be played tomorrow night uh, from 8 to 10.30 p.m. So if you have a poem to share and or want to hear poetry, please do check that out. Um, and EK or Val will hopefully be able to call in at some point for the rest of the show, and if not, um, please do check out the show tomorrow night, 8 to 10.30 p.m., mutinyradio.fm. So this is from Crime Think. It's again an anarchist site. You can follow them at Crime Think, which is T-H-I-N-C, on Twitter. Today in, I cannot pronounce this, I do... Um, uh, okay, I'm going to try my best. It's uh, L-J-U-B-J-A-N-A. I'm going to embarrass myself if I try to pronounce it, but it's spelled L-J-U-B-L-J-A-N-A. More than 400 people joined an anarchist demonstration against state repression, austerity measures, rent, and militarization, setting an example for resistance during the pandemic. Solidarity to those, sol solidarity to those about to demonstrate in Atlanta. Um, at All Out Atlanta. You can follow them at All Out Atlanta. I'm going to uh, follow them right now so I can learn more. And I didn't know too much about this, but the video shows people on bicycles. So there is that. Okay. And I am going down the list of other bookmarked tweets here. Today, um, I missed this because this was during Eastern time. Eastern time? Yeah, that's a thing. Oh, I was doing so well first, and now my, my mind is like, woof. Um, EFF, there was a, a weekly open hours uh, virtual meetup, which was a discussion was to explore a path away from surveillance capitalism. And I'm curious if folks might be able to access it afterwards. Um, 
And the question is, how do we begin to exit surveillance capitalism as the dominating form of digital life and what can replace it? Oh, as the dominating form of digital life and what can we do to replace it? And so just going to look here and see online to see if there's a way that folks can access that since it has already happened. And it was about an hour and a half. If you follow EFF, I would imagine there's much more information about that. So do follow the Electronic Frontier Foundation. Speaking of which, a uh, former worker at EFF, you can follow them at EFF, is uh, Shahid Buttar, who's running against Nancy Pelosi. Please do follow Shahid online at shahidforchange.org. You can follow Shahid on Twitter as well. Um, really cool person. has been on the show several times. Has also been on uh, Val's show, uh, Common Thread Collective, a number of times, and also... Uh, someone who actually represents, like, the issues and the values, which is, like, demilitarization and ensuring everyone has health care and the Green New Deal and pushing back against uh, surveillance. So, again, uh, boosting info for Shahid Buttar, who's running against Nancy Pelosi here in San Francisco. And uh, also want to plug Jackie Fielder, who is running against Scott Wiener. You can follow Jackie at JackieForSenate.com. And Jackie's also on Twitter, at Jackie Fielder, and that's J-A-C-K-I-E-F-I-E-L-D-E-R, underscore. And she was on the show back in February. And please do check out um, Jackie's platform. It's similar to Shahid. It's all about um, ensuring that folks get what they need. So she's been doing um, weekly um videos so you can follow it's called social distancing with jackie thursdays at 6 p.m again if you follow jackie fielder for state senate on jackieforsenate.com you can find more information there as well um bad news uber eats boo already bad um they are now saying that they can no longer deliver to treasure island which is really fucked up um because of new regulations capping commissions so matt haney who's a district supervisor of district six has said they are Uber Eats is retaliating against San Francisco by punishing one of our most low-income, isolated communities. So it's uh, on Friday, April 10th, City Hall introduced an emergency order changing the way food delivery platforms like Uber Eats work in San Francisco. And um, they are now saying that they cannot deliver to um, – deliver to Treasure Island, which is really messed up. Treasure Island, for folks who are not in the Bay Area or, and or don't know, it's uh, it's like 10 minutes from downtown San Francisco. There's a bus that goes there. It's really, it's in between San Francisco and the East Bay. So if you're driving on the Bay Bridge, Treasure Island is like a stop that's not even halfway to the East Bay. So folks, and folks live there, and people should have access to what they need. Okay. Next up. Let's see more. Also, for all the folks, there's the people should be putting being put in hotels here. There's a lot of there's like thousands of empty rooms. However, um, that's not happening. So I'm frustrated. Many of us are frustrated about that. So please do contact London Breed and uh, encourage her to ensure that everyone is housed. We do have the means to do it. Okay. Uh, so from the appeal.org, formerly incarcerated Americans were excluded from federal COVID-19 relief. Go to the appeal.org. This was written on April 20th by Alex Sherman. 
Uh, Small Business Administration has created barriers for people re-entering the workforce after serving time in prison. I'll read a couple paragraphs. But when I say that, I sometimes end up reading the whole thing, so we'll see. When Congress passed the CARES Act in late March, it created the Paycheck Protection Program, $349 billion in forgivable loans to help small businesses keep employees on their payroll during the COVID-19 crisis. The bill Congress voted on did not exclude people with past criminal convictions from this program, from the program, but the Small Business Administration, which dispersed the funds, created new barriers for the reentry population. The agency adopted on April 3rd rule that prevents people who have been convicted of a felony in the last five years, as well as those who are currently incarcerated on probation or parole or under criminal indictment from obtaining a forgivable SBA loan. With that action, the SBA unilaterally decided some business owners were not worth saving during the pandemic. This rule, which is egregiously inconsistent with congressional intent, senselessly attacks business owners who were formerly incarcerated, are currently on probation, and even those who have not been convicted at all, Representative Cedric Richmond of Louisiana said in an April 6th statement. On the same day, Richmond sent a letter to Treasury Secretary Stephen Fuckface, Fuckface, I have to call him Fuckface twice to, to distinguish him from the other Fuckface I've been talking about, Mnuchin. Congress did not intend for people who have been released from prison and followed the law. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, so. Okay. I'm so angry at this dude. Okay. So, anyway, the letter sent to Fuckface Fuckface says Congress did not intend for people who have been released from prison and followed the law to start or help start a business to be prevented from getting the capital they need to save it. Congress certainly did not intend to doom the businesses of those who have not even been convicted at all, he wrote. The SBA declined the appeals request for a comment or to comment for comment. Small business loans can be lifelines for formerly incarcerated people, many of whom receive vocational training in prison to work in plumbing, automotive engineering, and other trades because of barriers to employment. Others like Marcus Bullock turned to entrepreneurship after struggling for years to find meaningful work. Now his company Flick Shop employs formerly incarcerated people and serves the justice-involved community. But five days after the SBA issued its rule, Bullock noted in a video that his bank asked about prior felony convictions going back seven years, not five. And they have a video here, so I will um, let me plug in the uh, cord here and share Marcus Bullock speaking. There we go. Let's mix up. All right. I'm actually in the garage filling out application. It's April um, the 8th, 2020. It's like 3 24 in the afternoon. I'm on a Zoom call with Camille. And I think it's interesting that number six adds within the last seven years. Have you ever been convicted of a felony? Still asking the question. Uh, Bullock was eligible because enough time had passed since his conviction, although he did not obtain a loan before the relief program ran out of funds. David Schlessel, deputy director of the Collateral Consequences Resource Center, also noted that the borrower application form goes even further than the SBA's rule disqualifying applicants whose cases concluded without a conviction. This is a really important aspect of the barriers that the SBA has put in place, he said. The application form makes ineligible even certain people whose cases concluded 
without a conviction. If these inconsistencies are widespread, countless business owners who are legally eligible for economic relief could be excluded or discouraged from competing, completing an application. Uh, the article goes on a little bit further. Again, you can check it out all at theappeal.org, and that's written by Alex Sherman. came out on April 20th, 2020. I also shared this on Twitter, so you can follow me on Twitter at R-O-M-A-N-R-I-M-E-R. There's also an article from the inquirer.com, and that's with an I, um, how we can cope with isolation during coronavirus. And they're, they're talking to formerly incarcerated people, although clearly this is a different situation than folks who have been and currently are incarcerated. So that was uh, Philadelphia Inquirer and the opinion, art, opinion column on April 15th, 2020. And oh, there's a lot of different folks who speak, so I do want to encourage folks to check out this article again, Philadelphia Inquirer. This came out on April 15th, 2020. Okay, I feel like I've been talking a lot. And last week we read about the right-wing groups who are behind the massive protests against COVID-19 quarantine restrictions. Right now, uh, one of the trending topics is Trump is not a doctor. All right. And also number five in Manhattan Trends, hashtag don't drink bleach. That's where we're at in the United States. Cool. All right. I'm going to play some more music, take a break. And we'll be back uh, in a bit, so please do stay tuned.
welcome back to the weekly review. On the phone, we have E.K. Keith. E.K., thanks for calling in. Hey, Roman. It's, it's nice to hear your voice. Likewise. How have you been? Been doing pretty well, all things considered. Yeah. Um, it's a beautiful, sunny day here in the Mission. Mm-hmm. Is it sunny in your part of the Mission also? Uh, yes, <laughs> here where we are, not <laughs> not too far away. It's also it's really warm out, which is nice. And I do, I have heard that uh, the warm temperature is uh, good in terms of battling the COVID nineteen. So, for what for what it's worth, I'm happy that it's warm. Yeah, it's warm and sunny. It's yeah. always a good thing for like destroying microorganisms of yes, all sorts. Exactly. Also, the flowers. The flowers are amazing. We've got some calla lilies and some bearded irises and oh, like nice. one daffodil and the the pineapple sage is, is flowering, all its little red flowers. Nice. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I think spring is great. Yeah, it's my favorite season <laughs> by far. Yeah, hummingbirds. There's a lot of hummingbirds around with the flowers and oh. butterflies. It's pretty cool. Excellent. So this... So I... I have something I want to tell everybody all about. Yeah. Aside from the flowers. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's April. Mm-hmm. It's like a very unusual April. Um, and it's poetry month. Yay. And yay. And I think a lot of people have been getting some writing done. And, you know, usually in April we have poems under the dome in city hall with right. diamond dave and global val and our poet laureate kim shuck and dan brady and who runs sacred grounds and richard ivanhoe who does a reading over at um, the page branch library and uh, we get a lot of people together at city hall to to read some poems but city city hall is closed mm. right now <laughs> And all events have been canceled. So we are having poems under the digital dome this year, Roman. Yay! Yep. It is going to be tomorrow, Saturday, April 25th, 2020. And it's from 8 to 10.30 p.m. Um, For people who want details... Check out the website. It's www.poemdome.net. That's P-O-E-M-D-O-M-E.net, poemdome.net. Or you can check out the Facebook page. It's um, the event page for Poems Under the Digital Dome. So check that out. Um, The way it's going to work, it's going to be a little bit different this year since we are experimenting with this virtual space Um, we will be simulcasting for people who just want to listen we'll be simulcasting on mutinyradio.fm during that time and we will also be simulcasting on YouTube. Oh, cool. So for people who are interested in checking it out but not reading a poem, Mm -hmm. there are two ways to access it that way. Um, For people who want to read a poem, what we're doing this year is a little bit different than before because the digital environment is demanding some slightly different things. 
So we're going to start the reading with kind of a curated list of readers. Mm -hmm. um, and, we're in, and we're doing this from Zoom because so much is on Zoom. There are other telecommunications options, but Zoom is what a lot of people are doing, and so we're going with the flow. Mm -hmm. um, the Zoom meeting idea ID is already posted on poemdome.net. Mm -hmm. um, there will be a waiting room, and we will be randomly picking people out of the waiting room and bringing them into uh, City Hall <laughs> digitally. Cool. <laughs> So it's not really City Hall. It's pretend City Hall. Mm -hmm. um, so the reading, you know, the re the reading is going on, and that's those are the basics of how it's going to work. Um, other than that, the rules are, are still pretty much the same. Please show up ready with one poem that does not exceed three minutes. Um and we're going to try to get as many people as we can to, to read a poem under the digital dome. This is our 15th anniversary of oh, this event wow. this year. So, Congratulations. Yeah, 15 years. Um, so here we go. <laughs> Excellent. From, from wherever you are, you can access this tomorrow, Saturday, April 25th, 2020, from 8 to 10.30 p.m., Poems Under the Digital Dome. So check out poemdome.net or the Poems Under the Digital Dome Facebook events page for complete details. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, and Diamond Dave. Diamond Dave will be um, – We'll, we'll, ha we'll have his voice for sure. I think he's going to be phoning in, actually. Okay. Um, because you can phone into Zoom also, and there's directions how to oh. do that. Okay. On the Facebook page and on the website. Good to know. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing so that's, that. That's about it. Cool. That's my big exciting thing for the day, other than the flowers are blooming yeah. in the backyard. <laughs> that's great. I mean, I feel a lot happier when I'm able to look at flowers and plant seeds and just remember that things are continuing to grow. That's right. Things are continuing to grow. And, uh, you know, I think we, we definitely have a lot to learn about resilience from plants. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> Oh, you're going to mow me down? Well, I'm going to just grow right back up again. Yeah, that reminds me of the song God Bless the Grass by uh, Melvina Reynolds. Ooh, um, maybe you should play that song, Roman. I, I think I will. Let me uh, find it here. It's also been covered by some other folks, but I believe she did the original version of it. But it's, yeah, I'll, I'll play that right now. Let me uh, bring it up. Yeah, here. I would love to hear that song right now. Great. Let me uh, get this all together here. Uh, <laughs> anything else you'd like to uh, share while I get this all ready to go? No, not really. Um, let's see. You know, I have to say, I've I've been I've been listening to a lot of reggae huh. because. 
Yeah, you know, it's so interesting. Like, so many reggae songs, like, they have this, like, sunshiny, beachy vibe, but the lyrics are really heavy. Mm. And I feel like that <laughs> that combination is, is really, like, uh, uh, speaking to my soul right now. I hear that. You know, because it's strange times and such a beautiful day Indeed. with all of that, right? Yes. <laughs> all right. Well, we got the yep. song all queued up and ready to go, so I'll be playing it now. All right, Roman. Well, I can't wait to hear it. I'm, I'm, I've got my, I've got my Mutiny Radio FM muted right now, so I'm going to turn that back on. And hey, everybody, just you know, show up palmdome.net come check out palms under the digital dome tomorrow night and uh thanks roman thank you ek all right see you later see ya bye okay big thanks to ek keith and again this event will be happening palms under the digital dome tomorrow night so here is a song i really love by Malvina Reynolds. There's also other versions out there, but she wrote the original, and this is called God Bless the Grass. God bless the grass that grows through the crack. They roll the concrete over it to try and keep it back. The concrete gets tired of what it has to do. It breaks and it buckles, and the grass grows through. And God bless the grass God bless the truth that fights toward the sun They roll the lies over it and think that it is done It moves through the ground and reaches for the air And after a while it is growing everywhere and God bless the grass. God bless the grass that grows through cement. It's green and it's tender and it's easily bent. But after a while, it lifts up its head. For the grass is living and the stone is dead. And God the grass God bless the grass that's gentle and low its roots they are deep and its will is to grow and God bless the truth the friend of the poor and the wild grass growing at the poor man's door and God the grass. All right, and welcome back. That was Malvina Reynolds with God Bless the Grass. I love that song. Ah, beautiful. Ah, all right. Well, we are, uh, we got about 20 minutes left here of this program. Got some more music to play, and I'm looking for some more pieces of information to share. There's a lot going on in the world. So, ah. Okay, I also want to share again the the uh, mutual aid resource. 
and folks can find that by going to bit.ly forward slash COVID-19, the number 19, Collective Care. And that's a mutual aid, a live document that they continue to share uh, information. Uh, and I'm going to go there right now so I can perhaps highlight some things that have been added and or new and or that I haven't shared before. And again, it's mutual aid, is, which is going to get us through this. So do you want to... Um, share that. Also, there's a fundraiser in District 6. If you type in masks for D6, I believe. Let me try that right now. Make sure that gets to the right page. It's a GoFundMe. Yeah, I'll talk about a few GoFundMes right now. Uh, um, one second. Ma so District 6 is like the Tenderloin, Soma, or no, it's more like the Soma and Tenderloin area in San Francisco. And there's a fundraiser to get uh, masks and hand sanitizer for District 6. So if you go to... Um, GoFundMe, Masks for D6, that's what it's called. It's created by several organizers as well as Matt Haney. And they're almost at the goal. Uh, $25,000 is the goal, a little over $19,000. So again, it's, it's raising funds to get masks and hand sanitizer for folks in District 6 who don't have access to it and provide, uh, for, you know, folks hand sanitizer as well. So please do donate if you're able. And I also want to encourage folks to donate to the Lion Martin fundraiser. Lion Martin is a clinic in San Francisco. I've been going to them for a number of years. They don't turn anyone away for lack of funds. They have a lot of trans health care. They have reproductive rights, health care, um, health care for a lot of folks. So I'm going to, um, let's see, um, see if I can find the information for this GoFundMe as well. So folks can donate and again they're looking for well they're looking for five hundred thousand dollars and right now they're at a little over forty four thousand so there's definitely a ways to go and I really want to encourage folks to to donate if you can I've played folks who spoke there's a rally to save line Martin that happened in early March it was before the shelter in place took place or began and I've played some of the speakers on the show, I believe, either last week or the week before and the previous weeks. So if you want to hear more, they also have the rally um, posted on their webpage at the GoFundMe.com forward slash save dash Lion Martin. And um, are you just can find it. There's also a Twitter handle. I guess I'm getting really tired, I think. I think I've been talking a lot. I had a lot of energy at first, and now I'm like, whoo, slowly decreasing. So I'm going to get to a few more news items not news items, mutual aid items, and ways folks can support. So again, please do um, donate and or share the Save Lion Martin and Women's Community Clinic page if you can. Super grateful. Thanks. Okay, so going to this COVID-19 Mutual Aid and Advocacy Resources page, there's so much information there. There's uh, media and public health info. There's existing campaigns and mutual aid projects by location. There's upcoming events, strategy calls, webinars, and days of action. Advocacy resources, mutual aid and self-community care resources, including a mutual aid starter pack, tips for personal preparation, harm reduction and recovery resources for drugs and alcohol, resources for parents and caregivers, tips for collective care and mutual aid, including disability justice focus, tips for educators and organizations, tips for travelers, other resources, financial and basic needs resources, including government benefits, stay connected, stay informed, um, pages and people to follow, chat spaces to coordinate further. Oh, there's a lot. So those are just like some of the links there that you can uh, click on, and then when, when you click on it, you'll be brought to a totally different page with all these other resources. And again, if you go to 
bit.ly forward slash COVID-19 collective care. You can find all of these existing campaigns, mutual aid projects, and so much more. And I also There's a link here that I'm looking at right now. It's uh, native-land.ca, and it's a map of territories in uh, North America, or what we know of, actually, actually the Americas, and about the, the land that we're on. So I do want to encourage folks to check that out, native.land.ca. Okay, I am approaching the end, and again, I'd rather and quit while I'm ahead. I don't know what I'm ahead of, but uh, before I totally burn out. <laughs> so big thanks to Christy Ono and E.K. Keith for calling in. And please check out the shows tonight and tomorrow. Uh, when I post this, I will also provide links to where folks can check out the shows. Okay, I'm tired. I'm going to play the rest of this Indie Opera album. And I'll be back next week. Thanks so much. Yay, I'm tired. Okay.
Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. For a burger, Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshops, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 
Tired of paying too much for your internet? Contracts and hidden fees got you down? Tired of supporting the same big cable companies that lobby against a free and open internet? Get Monkey Brains! Monkey Brains is a local internet provider who doesn't sell your data, bind you down with contracts, or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month, business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Hey, everybody. Listen to the weekly review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. Subliminal SF visual and auditory mind control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Yeah, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Right, I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh, let's watch full length. All right, let's do a full minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye, see you next month.
San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Mutinyradio.fm. Why not make a donation? Mutinyradio.fm. Streaming live to the station. Mutinyradio.fm. District of the Mission. Mutinyradio.fm. Mutinyradio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to mutinyradio.fm, hit the donate button, stream them live. Good evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> It's Bughouse Square. It's Tuesday at um, 6 o'clock. Well, it's not Tuesday. It's not 6 o'clock either. Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? Have you seen that vigilante man? I've been hearing his name all over the land. Hey, this week on Bughouse Square, it's uh, well, what is a it's the third, and uh, I'm not sure how long I keep track of this, uh, but this is the third. We're still working the bugs out. Um, I listened to that last week's show, and there were some uh, a couple of glitches in there. Not sure what's going on, but um, we're forging ahead in these uh, days of quarantine. I hope you're um, uh, keeping your sanity and uh, listening to a lot of music and and doing. Uh, helpful things for those around you if there is any uh, you know those around you uh, this week as far as music I just uh, I'm just picking picking got a little uh, Easter thing going on we got one more week yep one more week not even it's less than a week um, then I can start drinking again 
I'm gargling like three times a day just to, you know, no, no, it's, uh, I got it under control. Um, but this is a, we're still in the, at the house, in the room. Uh, what can you do? But uh, I got a lot of good music, so um, stick around. Thanks for doing what you got to do to do. And